The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Faith is an inner man issue. It's an inner person issue. Okay, not, ounce of, not one ounce of faith comes out of your head. But what your head does contain is your will. It contains your mind, will, emotions, intellect, and imagination. So it contains a will, which one man says is the most powerful force in the universe. This, this will allows the switch to be turned on or turned off. See? God, you know, doesn't force us, meaning that we still have a will that we could either will to be saved or not be saved. Okay. So as we look at this, he says here in verse 11, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Now that's in several places in the scriptures. Okay. And shall not, if you believe you'll never be put to shame. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord overall is rich unto all that call upon him. So uh, there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek, male and female, black or white, so forth and so on. And sometimes we kind of act like somehow God loves one race more than he loves another race, so forth and so on. Now, he does have a, a love for and a um, priority for the people who are born again. These are his children. Just like you have a priority. You love all the little kids, but you have a priority for your kid. The same thing about God. All right. Now let's keep going here. Uh, verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then how shall they call on him who they have not believed? Now how can they, how shall they believe on him who they've not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher? Now that's me. And how shall they preach except they be sent? That's me too. I've been sent. I was sent to Chicago. I was sent to your life. And come on down here to verse uh, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now let's do this first because this, this is where I want to start. Um, you have to value the Word of God. You have to value the Word of God. Now, Jesus, when he, when he came in, in Luke's Gospel, chapter 4, and Jesus started preaching here in verse 18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me, so forth and so on and so on. Verse 20, And he closed the book and set down the eyes of all them in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bear him witness. Now it goes on down. Verse 23, And he said unto them, You will surely say unto me, This proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Then he goes on down in verse 24, and he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. 
But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias or Elijah. Now he starts talking about when the rain, the heavens were shut up three years and six months. And then he says, Elijah goes to this widow woman and this widow woman was the one that gave, remember, him the meals. They kept feeding him over in 1 Kings chapter 17. And this widow woman took care of him. Now he said there were many people in Israel, but he went to this widow woman. She was outside the covenant. She wasn't even in the covenant. And then he goes on down and he begins to talk about um, the fact that this leper was cleansed. Now he's saying a lot of the people of God didn't get the miracles of God. But this leper, he was a Syrian. He wasn't a covenant person of Israel, but he got it. Now, I'm making a point here. Because this idea about having uh, a, a, a value of the word and the value of the profit of the word. And I think a lot of people in America don't have this. Um, they, don't, they don't have it. And, and I must say that unequivocally. Now, I'm not saying you can't get it or won't get it. I'm saying don't have it. Now, if I look over here in Mark's gospel, Mark chapter six, and look at Mark chapter six, I'm making a point here. Okay, so here's Jesus now. He went out from thence um, and he came into his own country. Now, he is in his own country. And it said in verse three, is not this the carpenter's son? Now, this is, now they're not giving any credit to him being the Messiah. They, they're saying, well, wait a minute, this is just carpenter's son. I knew him knew when he was growing up. He, he, when he was a teenager, he came down there and, and fixed my door on the bathroom, so forth, see. And then it says in verse four, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor in his own country and among his own kin, kin folks, and in his own house. All right, so notice what he's saying here. He is saying, you remember uh, Aretha Franklin, I think she put out a, a song called A Little Respect, praise God. But he, he couldn't get any, any prophets. He couldn't get any respect from these people. And look what it said in verse five. And he could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hand on a few, upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went about around about the villages teaching. Now, notice what happened. He's the man of God. In this case, he's the Messiah. He is the son of God. Now he comes and he teaches all this that needs to be taught, but they don't get it. He's the ones in his own house, in his own village, to been around him a lot of times and so forth and so on. I see more miracles happening through my ministry to people who are not around me. That's just the way it is. Now, I really believe the spirit of familiarity keeps people. And it, it almost disguises itself as a religious spirit. You, you're, you're, a religious spirit is the same one in John chapter 5. After this man got healed, this man had been around this pool 38 years. Everybody knew this man was trying to get healed every year. He never got it. But once he got healed, then what happened is he took up his bed and walked 
at the command of Jesus in the, 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 the religious leaders. So what are you doing carrying your bed? They didn't care about this man's healing. And that's why you see no miracles right around you, right in the hometown, right there. They, they don't, they don't happen. They don't happen. And I'm saying to you this, let's go back to Romans chapter 10 again. It's very important. This is very important. But I, I, I never, I never, uh, whoever, it was Lester Summerall, by the way, who said that, but uh, about the power of the will. But, but I, I, I always regard their words carefully. Carefully. I, I regard their words carefully because I know that if I value that word, it'll work for me the same as it worked for them if I value their words. See, the anointing is on it to do for me the same thing it did for them. I'm dead free. <laughs> I'm buying shopping malls. That, that anointing, the same anointing that's, that's, that's on the words that I use to do this is the same anointing that's on them. If they take it for that, you know, that, that's why sometimes in the ministry, you got to, if you got a ministry, you can tell, tell some of the people who sing sometimes, sit down for about a month, you know, because they get so busy uh, doing all these religious things until there is no capture of the word. And it's almost like they grow almost numb and, and so forth. You try to figure out well, what happened. And, and so I don't take this word and I, you know, take it lightly when it's given to me by one of the men and women of God. I remember when I first went to, uh, to Dr. Fred Price meeting, he had a meeting, he called the name of the organization Fick Witham, F-I-C-K, so forth, so on. But it stood for Fellowship of Inner City Word of Faith Ministries. But I went, and this is way back, you know, back in 1990. And uh, that's when I went, when he was forming the group. So I went. I didn't, I had to believe God for the money. Money came in at the last because we didn't have any money. My wife and I and family, we were just starting. We had a little storefront church, so forth. We didn't have any money. So I went, and I remember I was looking for him to talk, you know, some big faith talk and so forth and so on. And he started talking about how you're treating your wife. <laughs> he said, some of y'all's ministries are not prospering because you're not paying your taxes. <laughs> All of that, you know, they, man, whoa, see. See, he's trying to say, that, that God is not mocked. You, you're not going to make, you, you, God doesn't bless mess. He, he doesn't. Hey, you, you can try to get him, but he won't do it. He can, you can cry and beg and kick over the church benches, you know, won't do it. So I'm saying a reverent respect for the God's word and a reverent respect for the God's person. And I'm just saying the, the idea about it, that they didn't receive him. They didn't receive him. Look what it says in John, in John's gospel, chapter one. John's gospel, not first John now, but John chapter one, verse 11. He came to his own and his own received him not. Once this, but as many as received him to them gave he power to become sons of God. See, this thing of faith is not hard. It just won't answer to religion. 
And it won't answer to presumption. It, it doesn't answer to that. Now, I put down here in my notes, the enemy's target is your faith, not you, not you. The enemy's target is your faith. And the reason why it is your faith is because he knows until he can crush your faith, he can't stop your progress. Until he can crush your faith, he cannot stop your progress. Now, how does faith come? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now I got to hear the word of God. Now, wait a minute. I've got to have faith in the source that gave me that word. See, he said over in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, have faith in God. I got to have faith in the source that gave me that. Who, who told you that? See, so my ultimate faith is in the word because I know the word is an errant from God. And that word, if I believe it, will carry faith. Not, 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 this, this, this is not religion now, because religion, that's why the people, you know, I can do this, I can do that. And then when it comes test time, they, they don't pass the test because it wasn't, it wasn't faith at all, it was a presumption. It was coming out of religion. See, religion gives all the signs that somebody's in faith, you know, they shout and kick over the church, but so forth and so on. Nothing, nothing. Faith has proof and don't forget it. So here, uh, until the enemy can crush our faith, he knows that we are still in command. Until he can crush our faith, he knows we are still in command. Command of what? Everything in our lives. Everything in our lives. You create your own world. You create your own world. Now, I, I said something um, either last Wednesday or last Sunday, that um, he, God, creates the fruits of your lips. Now, you can look at it twice, uh, two ways. It's, it's a law of double reference. So he can give you what to say. When I was in that house with Sister Beverly, um, my wife and, and family, I was staying there, and I knew it was time to move out, but we just couldn't save any money. Every time we tried to save money, something would come up. I mean, something, emergency, a car would break down, something. So it kept stripping our money from us, see? Now what I need to do is get over in faith, see? Because I'm not in faith, see? I'm, I'm here in time. I'm in, in this natural material realm of feel, touch, taste, smell, you know what I'm saying? It fits the natural mind. So I'm over there. And over there, you can't defeat him. You can't, that's why nobody who doesn't have faith can defeat the devil. I don't care if you're talking about uh, Bill Gates, I'm telling you, nobody, nobody. And the only thing that can, his target is faith, is faith. So what happened is that I had to get in command because I wasn't in command, all right? Because he kept stripping me of the little money I had. How? through fires, through, and when I say that, I mean through conditions and things coming up. See, I wasn't in charge of my world. But faith creates your world and keeps you in charge of it. And so what happens is I said, okay, I'm going to fast for three days. Well, I'm fasting not to get God to move. I'm fasting so I could hear God. I need to discern something. All right, now this discernment is kind of interesting. Let's go over here to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 
All right. First Corinthians chapter two. Now are you getting something out of this? All right. First Corinthians chapter two. Now I'm just saying this because I I played my tape from last Sunday. I played the nine o'clock service maybe three times, maybe four. Um, the Wednesday night I played that once. Uh, I got to play it at least a couple more. I, 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 there's revelation in that. Now understand things that are uh, hidden belong to the Lord, see. But once it becomes revelation, it belongs to me. And, and so I've got to pray it until it drops from here down into this inner man. I've got to get this inner man's eyes open to that word. All right, speaking of eyes open, let's, let's look at this, all right? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16. He said he talked about praying for them, meaning, meaning the churches that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they know what is the hope of their calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the greatness of his power to us who believe. Now, notice the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. Now, let's go here and look at this word discernment. Look at verse 9 first here. He says this, But as it is written, the eye has not seen nor ear heard, but neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them to, to us by his spirit. Now, one of the things of the Holy Spirit is he's to show you things that the world can't see. He's to show you answers that the world can't get. He's to show you a pathway that the world can't see. He's to show you and give you wisdom that the world can't get. This is what the Holy Spirit does. That's why it's so important for you to have a relationship with him. But let's go on down here. And look what he said in verse 12. Now we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Now he's talking about something that's freely given. Now somebody said, well, you don't have to pay for it. Well, you have to pay faith for it. Faith is your currency of the kingdom. And so you have to pay faith for it. So you have faith. God will either get you the thing or the thing to get the thing. So faith is key for you to be able to access things God has already given you without you having to labor for it. You know, your labor is in the word of God. You get faith and then faith gets the thing. All right, now look what it said in verse 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So it's kind of interesting, isn't it? So he can compare spiritual things. This, this is a higher order now. But come on down to verse 14. He says, but the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now this is, again, uh, we're walking by faith now. We got faith working, and now we're moving into this area called discernment. Now faith has to be active to be able to discern. That's, that's part of the package, if you will. But discerning is what Adam had before he fell. He fell to learning. And now we have to go to classes, class one, class two, first grade, second grade, third grade, so forth. Adam didn't have to do that. Adam could start anywhere. And the fact of the thing is he just downloaded and you could do that today. We have on our website, you can download some things. See, and my point to you is, is he didn't have to go to school years to learn something. The Holy Spirit just gave him the answer and he had understanding. Understanding means how did I get here? And understanding comes with the Holy Spirit. He can give you how that thing is to work. 
You know what I mean? How it's to work. That's what he gave to George Washington, Dr. George Washington Carver at Tuskegee, and he made some 300 products out of a peanut. See, this is, he's pulling things down now. He's, he's pulling them down because they're all there. They're in what we call the eternal. That means everything is already done. And God did it before the foundation of the world. It's for you and me. Now we have to pull it down. And to pull it down, you've got to see it. You've got to discern it. See? Now, look what happened here. And let me give you, let me give you a quick definition of that uh, discerning. Information supernaturally revealed from God to the believer. Now, here, you can see now that you can operate much above the world and a much above your own natural mind, what you went to school to learn. You can discern now. You can get information that is supernaturally revealed from God to the believer. Then that's why he said over here, back over here in Mark, in Matthew chapter 13, he talked about, unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to them it is not given, meaning people outside the kingdom. Why? To give you the advantage. Why? To have you take the lead. Why? To show people who God really is and that kind of thing. All right. Now, but let's look at this because he says the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Let me give you a good example of that. Well, let me just say this first and I'll give you an example. You as a child of God can operate in God's ability. Now that, that, that clears it up a little bit for you, hopefully. You as a child of God can operate in God's ability. It's a father in me. He does the work. Now what does Jesus do? He operates in the ability of God. Where's God? In him. What does he do? Speak like God. What does God do? Do it. He doesn't do it. God does it. The Spirit of God waited for God to speak. Let there be light. The Spirit of God formed light because his job is to manifest the Word. That's his job. And he's God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So when you speak like God and believe what you say, it's going to come to pass. The Holy Spirit manifests it. Now, who can do that? God can do that. Only God can do it. Only God can do it. You can operate on God's level. And that's what he wanted. So you speak, God's ready. But he won't do it unless you believe. And he creates the fruit of your lips. The fruit meaning, he told me, buy that chopping mall. Well, it was foolishness to the natural man. I know, because I said a couple of people over there, I said, I believe God is telling me to buy that chopping mall. This is large, 33 acres. And they, they came back and said, Pastor, that's great. We can buy that little place on the east end right there. I said, he didn't say anything about a little place on the east end. God said, buy the whole mall. Oh, mall. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, it's foolishness. See, he's not going to give you something you can do. He's giving you something he can do. He needs your faith in him and is what he said for him to do it. No faith, it doesn't move. So now you see why the enemy's target is your faith. You can stop him cold. 
That's why I told people, hey, we got to report for anybody being in, in, in COVID or in, in intensive care and so forth. Let's get them out in three days. <laughs> three days, let's get them out. Why did I pick three days? The Holy Spirit gave it to me. I said, Lord, I said, why? Why, why, why three days? He said, Jesus went down <laughs> in there and came up in three days. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. <laughs> so I said, wow. He said, this is, this is an experience that, 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 that it's, it's like hell to them going through this and then coming up in three days. See, it's something to attach your faith to. See, you, it's a faith prop. You know what I mean? Here's, here's a woman, here's what she said in Mark chapter five. If I can but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Notice what she set up. She set a point of contact for the release of her faith to bring forth a miracle. Today's message entitled, Faith Puts You in Command, was from our Facebook Live series, Talking Faith. The full message is available in its entirety, free of charge, on our YouTube channel at Dr. Bill Winston. Don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell to make sure you get our latest videos. Want more content related to today's message to build your faith? Order Putting Faith to Work. In these times, developing your faith is vitally important. When faith is fully developed, you begin to talk, think, and act like God. If you treat your faith like a seed, you'd plant it. And you'd plant it by saying it. Once you speak it, the soil of your heart grabs it. This is putting faith to work. You can't say what you see, you got to say what he said. When you say what he said, he can watch over his word and make it good. Now speak the word only. Faith is your servant. Now put him to work. Open your spiritual eyes and allow God to excite your imagination to see your greatest destiny. In Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, putting faith to work. To order on CD or DVD, contact us online at BillWinston.org or by phone at 1-800-711-9327. Faith is the key to the kingdom of God that opens the door of your unlimited potential. Order Putting Faith to Work today. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.